Hey, teachers, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. We're really excited because registration is open for our new summer workshop, Limitless Potential, an Enneagram Roadmap for Educators. One of our highest callings as an educator is to discover and develop potential. We love recognizing an undeveloped strength in ourselves or in our students. We all love witnessing those light bulb moments when we can literally see potential come to life. In this workshop, you will learn about the tool of the Enneagram. You're not just going to learn your type. You're also going to learn the key to understanding yourself and others in ways that will help improve your relationships, communication, classroom motivation and management, and ways to help reduce the effects of trauma. The more we understand people, the more we can change lives for the better. We'd love to see you June 6, 2024 in Dubuque, Iowa. For more details, head to our website at inspiredtogetherteachers.com. We all have beliefs that determine not only what we think, but influence the choices we make and ultimately how we live our lives. We all have limiting beliefs that are holding us back. Have you identified the limiting beliefs holding you back? In today's episode, we're talking about mindset shifts that can improve how you experience your life. Hey, teachers, have you struggled to balance your work life and your home life? Do you want to make a difference and still feel like you can be present and purposeful in your life outside of school? Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. This is not your typical professional development. We focus on you, not strategies to teach content. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators with the passion, knowledge, and experience to support you as you navigate the challenges of our profession. Are you ready? Let's get started. Your mindset is a series of beliefs that influence your behaviors and habits. Your beliefs can set you up for success, happiness, and personal fulfillment. Your limiting mindset beliefs can also keep you down, causing struggles and challenging you in limiting ways. The good thing about limiting mindset beliefs is that they don't have to derail you. Once you're aware of them, you can change them. As teachers, most of you are probably familiar with Carol Dweck's work on growth mindset philosophy. Basically, those with a fixed mindset believe that our talents and our intelligence are born in us. They believe that success comes from innate talent. The growth mindset belief is that your basic qualities are things you can change and grow with effort. People with a growth mindset are not afraid to examine their performance and abilities and pay attention to information that can stretch them. Many of you as teachers promote growth mindset with your students. You've probably read about it and use strategies for helping students understand their mindset. However, say we're going to flip that script just a little bit and talk about how you as teachers can change and develop your own mindset. This is a good place to transition to change. We know that our brains can develop and grow throughout our lives. Neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to change, adapt, and rewire itself. When we learn or do something differently, our brains have the ability to make new connections. New neurons create pathways, not unlike pathways that you would create if you were walking in a forest. The brain will also eliminate neural pathways that we're not using, which speeds up processing time and allows us to access our connections more quickly. The more you practice or apply or review a skill, the stronger the pathways are. Teachers, this is why you activate background knowledge before you start a new lesson or why you ask questions and help students make connections from something new to something that they already know. Those are examples of ways you help those pathways to become stronger. I know I've told this story before, but I always use the example of the farm path. 
At one point, we had built a new house. It was on the edge of a woods. It was a dense brush. One day we were out walking and there was this path leading all the way down to the bottom of the hill. It was smooth and clear and there was no brush. I was really surprised by why this path was in the middle of the woods. And eventually we found out that there used to be cattle there. Cattle traveled down over this path again and again over many, many years. And they were getting to the water at the bottom of the hill. It is a perfect example of how your neural pathways work. They get stronger and stronger. The more you have new connections, then you repeat those things. Your brain becomes more dense. Okay, so here's a bad joke for you, Paula. (laughs) What do you do when someone says, oh, you're so dense? I don't know. What do you do? You say thank you, because the more dense your brain becomes, the more connections and stronger your neural pathways are. Those are the things that make you smarter. So thank you. What are some mindset beliefs that might be limiting you? Today, we're going to discuss three mindset beliefs that may be limiting you in your life. First of all, let's talk about perfectionism. Perfectionism is definitely a mindset belief that can limit many of us. Perfectionists often overthink things. If you're a perfectionist, you wait to act until everything is perfect, which often means that projects are delayed. Perfectionism can lead to procrastination, which then leads to paralysis. At the heart, perfectionism is often really a fear of failure. Fear of failure is a fixed mindset belief. That fixed mindset belief is, if I don't do this perfect, I'm going to be a failure. And that will often stop people from trying new things. Waiting for things to be perfect is a great way to stop yourself from doing anything. Avoiding failure, but also not experiencing success. So how can we shift this mindset? A mindset shift is to adopt the idea that failure does not condemn or define you. Failure offers you an opportunity to learn. You've heard this before because you're familiar probably with growth mindset and fixed mindset. Failure just means that you have not developed the skills yet. This growth mindset offers you the opportunity to try again and again, making small incremental changes to improve each time. Think about sports. If you're in a game, you're going to fail sometimes. That means that you're trying. No one expects every basketball player, even at the highest level, to make 100% of the shots. You can't expect yourself to be perfect 100% of the time either. You don't expect it of your students, and you encourage your students to have a growth mindset to not expect to be perfect. The same applies to us as teachers and as people. A second mindset belief that might be limiting you is imposter syndrome. We've heard this from many teachers when we conduct workshops. Teachers often say they feel like they're imposters, like they're not smart enough or good enough, that the teacher next door is so much better than they are. They're quietly holding this within them. I'm really glad we're talking about this one today and that I'm the one that got to talk about this part because even with all my years of experience and all of my education, some days I feel like an imposter. I look around and I see other people doing things well. I see Paula doing things really well. And sometimes I think, oh, I'm just not as good. That's imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is the belief that says, I'm not good enough. If you have imposter syndrome, you may believe that you are not ready or that you don't know enough or that somehow you got yourself into a job or a position that you don't even deserve. People with imposter syndrome look around and they see everyone else as being more competent than they are, which proves to them that they are not deserving. Any success you find must be a fluke. 
Imposter syndrome is fairly common, not only among new teachers, but among all teachers. Teachers spend their days largely alone with their students. They're isolated. They don't see the trials and struggles of their colleagues on a regular basis. They know their own struggles, but they often don't recognize the struggles of others. Social media is another thing that feeds into imposter syndrome. People often post their highlights, but less often their struggles. It's easy to compare yourself to others on social media and come up lacking. Comparison is often the thief of joy. I'm glad we're talking about this one today, too. Imposter syndrome is something that often we don't talk about. And there are mindset shifts that we can take to get rid of that imposter syndrome or to quiet those voices in our head. First of all, understand that whatever you're feeling, you're likely not alone. When Michelle just said that about feeling like, oh, maybe she's not doing as well as me, I often feel that about Michelle, but we don't talk about that. That's another thing you can do. Talk to other teachers about your struggles. They're likely experiencing them as well. Ask for help when you need it. Share your successes and also your failures. This is growth mindset in action. If you need a little reminder, remind yourself about your own achievements. Claim your experiences. Be proud of your growth. Recognize and celebrate your progress and then pat yourself on the back for the things you do well. Even the highest level people in whatever their field is get imposter syndrome. Let's look at this example of two actresses who are two of the best in their field. One of them is Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster was quoted as saying, when I won the Oscar, I thought it was a fluke. I thought everyone would find out and they'd take it back. They would actually come to my house, knock on the door and say, excuse me, we meant to give that to someone else. That was going to Meryl Streep. That's a funny story. Also shows Jodi's imposter syndrome. But then let's take a look at a quote from what Meryl Streep said one time. She said, when talking about her acting career, you think, why would anyone want to see me in a movie again? And I don't know how to act anyway. So why am I doing this? I love that because Jodie Foster thinks she's not as good as Meryl Streep. And Meryl Streep feels like she's an imposter. That's a great reminder for all of us. Talk to each other, share your struggles, and celebrate your progress because you're doing great work. And if Jodie Foster and Meryl Streep feel imposter syndrome, let me just give you one more example. Queen B herself, Beyonce. Beyonce says she has terrible stage fright. She gets worried before she goes out on stage and she's afraid she's not a good enough singer and she won't do well. So she created an alter ego. She calls her alter ego Sasha Fierce. She said, if Beyonce is standing backstage ready to go on, she cannot do this because she's just not good enough. So she snaps her fingers and stands up straight and says, okay, Sasha Fierce is going to go out and perform. Form. Then she walks out on that stage like she owns it and becomes the Beyonce that we all know, who is hiding herself behind her alter ego because she has imposter syndrome. Let's talk about the final mindset belief. And this mindset belief is the I am overwhelmed belief. Now, this is a mindset belief, not just a temporary state of mind. This is that personal characteristic, that way you live your life, not a temporary, oh, I'm overwhelmed at the moment, but the people who really live in that state of I am overwhelmed. It is a way of being. We know that feeling overwhelmed is temporary, and we all feel it time to time, and life is busy, and we do all kinds of things. But when that overwhelm goes from being a temporary state to being your personal identity, 
that's different. It's different to be, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now at the moment to, I am overwhelmed as your perpetual life truth. Do you regularly describe yourself as overwhelmed? Is it temporary for you or do you feel it every day? Has overwhelm overshadowed joy or happiness in your life? The demands of teaching are many and the expectations for teachers are so high. It is so easy to succumb to overwhelm. If that has happened to you, you might have adopted I am overwhelmed as your mindset. Then your mind believes that you are overwhelmed and then it becomes your truth. Your negative thoughts about being overwhelmed then become your default way of thinking. As we know, if you think it, you will look for it, you will see it, and then you will be it. So what is a mindset shift for I am overwhelmed as a state of being? It's really important to recognize that you are temporarily overwhelmed. And that whole idea is this too shall pass. So recognize that you're living it, that you're owning it, that this is your story, that you're always overwhelmed. I can connect a personal example to this, not about overwhelmed, but about my state of being that I believed that I was always busy. I was busy rushing around. I said it all the time. I remember having a conversation with my aunt and sending a card to her and saying, you know, how are things going? I said, oh, I'm really busy. And she said, you're always really busy. Every time I talk to you, you talk about being busy. And I thought, that's true. That's my life. I'm busy. And I lived there. That was a mindset belief that I had. If you asked me who I was, I would say, I am busy. Then I heard this old song by Alabama about being busy. I was in the car and I just wanted to stop the car because I said, that is how I'm living. I am living as if I'm busy always. It's a mindset and I have to get out of this thought that I am always busy. For those of you who don't know the song, it says, I'm in a hurry to get things done. Oh, I rush and rush until life's not fun. All I really got to do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and I don't know why. There's so much truth that we can all learn from that. That was my state of living and my state of being. But in that moment, when I heard that song, I'm like, this song is about me. That's my life. And then I had to ask myself, is that who you want to be? Do you want to be that person who's busy all the time? So here are some ideas about changing your mindset around overwhelm or even being busy for that matter. Get clear about which things are the most important. Your overwhelm is often due to a lack of clarity. You have too much to do and you don't know where to start, so you end up not doing anything. Another idea is just be reasonable about what you can accomplish each day. Have a list of tasks to do, but 50 tasks each day is probably unrealistic and it immediately sets you up for failure. Know what your top three tasks are and strive to complete those. Anything else is a bonus. Don't make things harder than they have to be. Can you find a way to make it easy? Lugging home 25 student journals to read in the evening is a huge task. Reading five journals every day is a much easier task. We have so many mindset beliefs about our abilities, about money, about who we think we are. We have beliefs about what is realistic and what is possible. But we also have beliefs about what is impossible that may be holding us back. Don't even get me started on all of the beliefs we have around how we're supposed to look, what we're supposed to weigh, and how our self-worth is tied up into all of those things. 
That's another 25 podcast episodes, I think. (laughs) That leads us to the next section here, that you can shift your mindset. You begin to shift your mindset and you can notice those things that aren't serving you in a positive way. Consider the cause of your beliefs. Where did they come from? Are they connected to things your parents said or experiences you've had? Are they connected to social media and the things that you've seen and heard on social media? Also consider the stories you're telling yourself. I remember when I was telling myself the story about I'm so busy. That was a story that I was telling myself. Look at those stories you're telling yourself and ask, are they really true? Do they have to be true? Listen to your own self-talk. What are you telling yourself? Examine those, look at them and say, are they really true? Decide, I'm finished with this belief. I challenge those beliefs and you can do that too. Challenge your beliefs by taking small steps or taking some small action that moves you away from your limiting belief. I like to think of an example of a staircase. If you think of a staircase and you're moving up the staircase, you don't instantly go from the bottom to the top right away. You're taking things one step at a time. You don't even question that, right? You spend your time looking forward and looking up. You don't stop midway through the staircase and look back and say, maybe I'm not good enough to make it to the top of the staircase. Maybe I can't do it. You don't walk up backwards looking back. You're looking forward. You're looking towards movement up and ahead. You can do the same thing with your mindset. You can shift it in a way that you're looking forward, looking ahead, and not looking back. Here's another example. I gave you the story about how I used to feel like I was too busy to have a life. And I use that as an excuse so that I would not and could not exercise. I'm too busy. I don't have time to exercise. But I realized that I can't spend two hours at the gym every single day, but I could add movement while unloading the dishwasher or dance around while I'm vacuuming or listen to a Peloton while folding the laundry like Paula does. I do. I love it. I can get my exercise and my laundry folded at the same time. It's not impossible to do both. You just have to be a little creative. If your mindset belief is that you're not good at speaking in front of others, plan to speak up at a team meeting or a faculty meeting. Write down your ideas ahead of time. Practice if you need to. Then try it out and notice what happens. You've lived through the experience. I'm guessing no one threw rotten tomatoes at you. What kind of reaction did you get? Those are those little mindset shifts, the little things that you can start to do to change those limiting beliefs. And as we've mentioned, you can't change everything overnight. If you try and make all of the changes immediately and take on too much at once, it will likely derail you. However, you can pick one mindset issue and take one small step that will gradually shift your mindset before you know it, you'll be in a much better place. For example, this morning, I was doing my Peloton walk while I was folding laundry, and there's the 20-minute outdoor walks, and I was listening to one of the outdoor walks. They had the great music in the background. I was all pumped up. I was moving around, folding my laundry, and the person who was speaking said something that really stuck with me. She said, okay, everyone, stand tall. Stand tall and proud and walk towards your future self. Imagine that all of this hard work is paying off. There's your future self. How are you going to walk to your future self? And before I knew it, sure enough, I was standing taller and prouder, exercising just a little bit faster, walking towards my future self. Think about your future self. How are you going to walk towards that future self, feeling proud of the mindset shifts that you've made? 
I love that, Paula. I'm going to write that down. I want to use that for myself. Also, it reminds me of another idea from Brendan Burchard. He says, I'm not interested in your limiting beliefs. I'm interested in what makes you limitless. Don't we all love the idea that we could be limitless? That is potential in the making. Let's recap today's episode. Our mindset beliefs influence our lives for better or for worse. We can shift those beliefs. The science of neuroplasticity demonstrates that we can add new pathways in our brains and that with disuse, old pathways will gradually fade out and even disappear. Yes, that's synaptic pruning in action. In order to start to shift your mindset, notice your beliefs, examine them, and then take small steps that will prove that whatever it is you believe is really not true. In true teacher fashion, we end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to pick one mindset issue that is holding you back and take one small step to gradually start shifting you in the right direction. We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So send us an email, find us on inspiredtogetherteachers.com or send us a DM on social media. Did you know that for each episode, we post show notes on our website? In the show notes, you will find all of the quotes that we used in each episode, links to any of the resources that we mentioned, and an outline of the podcast key discussion points. The great thing about looking at the show notes is that while you're there, you can forward each episode, including the show notes and the audio to any colleagues or friends who could benefit from listening to it. So make sure to check out the show notes after each episode. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers. Or head to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.